How you doing, everybody? And welcome back to Beast Mode Kids. I'm Pat with Laura and, and Zool. She's under the table, just kicking it. You know, sometimes she likes to come and join us while we uh, while we do our work. And mm-hmm. as long as she's quiet, I do not care. Exactly. I don't think she's going to be doing much barking, but if she does, then we uh, then we kick her out, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So it is. The middle of January right now is when we're recording oh, this. We don't have any snow, barely any, mm-hmm. nothing but garbage snow. Does that make you sad? Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if there was actually like, let's say 30 inches of snow outside. Let's just say there was. Snow. Of good snow. You know, like I've had a snow blow. We got, we were able to start building some stuff in the backyard. Would you go outside and enjoy the snow? Probably, yeah. In some fashion. Mm-hmm. Regardless if we went sledding, building snowman, just just building whatever. All the things. All the things, for sure. So do you are you a winter person? Um, I guess somewhat. I mean, like I like the summer too. I've said before, I my favorite season is fall, but I like winter and summer too, and I like spring too. I like all the seasons. You're, so you're, you're, Oh, the fall. Nothing but jeans, sweaters, and pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not the pumpkin part as are much, you the, but the pumpkin spice. I like I the leaves. It's pretty. Uh-huh. For sure. I like the leaves. Well, that's good. All right. Let's let's uh let's get let's leave this conversation. Perfect. Boom boom. Boom. All right. And yeah. we're going to talk about something here and Laura and I were having a fun conversation about this and and we all know uh of this that this exists and what it is, but we're going to talk about the Mandela effect. Oh, purely yeah. because there's a lot of instances instances that lately that kind of plays into that a little bit, but I'm going to read to you just the definition of the Mandela effect, and then we'll kind of go guide it into just a little bit. So the, mm-hmm. the Mandela effect is an unusual phenomenon where a large group of people remember something differently than how it occurred. Conspiracy theorists believe that this is proof of an alternate universe, while many doctors uh, use it as an illustration of how imperfect memory can be sometimes. And it, it in a nutshell, yes, that's, that's exactly mm-hmm. what that is. But more or less, it's you think about different books or movies and stuff, and you have this expectation of these things that you believe actually happened that were in the movies for a long time. Mm-hmm. Where do you know why it's named the Mandela effect? Uh, no, I so do not. there is a gentleman by the name of Nelson Mandela who spent um, he uh, in South Africa where he was a leader went to went to prison for twenty years and he was innocent. Came back out, became the president there, and it started with a certain woman believed that he died in the nineteen eighties in prison okay and then all of a sudden she found out later that he was actually not (laughs) he didn't he died in in 2013 i believe that was Mm. um but she named it the mandela effect because of everything that she read she just believed that and through the years there's been multiple things throughout there and one of the biggest things here uh that i can think of is star wars yeah is star wars where everybody believes that darth vader's famous line is luke i am your father which in turn he actually says no i am your father yeah and so what was an example that you gave me i said the berenstein bears book which was really instead of in the word berenstein the the end part the steen part is not steen at all it's stain it is it's very much stain and it's spelled s-t-a-i-n and so and i don't like that so i'm <laughs> gonna say berenstein because i don't care i I think the Berenstein rolls off the tongue nicer. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's where that kind of got stuck. I also think it came from the fact that in that title, Berenstein Bears, there are a lot of E's in there. So you just maybe expect it's just going to be another E instead of an A. Sure, Berenstein. I mean, sure, I guess so. That That's where, yeah, I just think that it just rolls off the tongue nicer. So instead mm-hmm. of having to change the vowel in there and you're just kind of where your mouth profile works and stuff like that, yeah. it's just easier to say. But it is Berenstein Bears. But there are many, many different things out there from the Silence of the Lambs when they, he says hello Clarice there's it actually is well Clarice that's not a you know hello Clarice isn't even a thing at all but this is where again the large group of people that believe all of this there are like spin-offs and goofs of different movies saying these things because it's semi-comical that that it is actually a thing but when the world believes it I remember that when I learned about this and I was watching Star Wars and I Remember, I know the part in Empire Strikes Back where all of a sudden he said that. And I said out loud, Luke, I'm your father, like wording it with him. Oh. And that's where I was like, I had to rewind and go back and be like, what was happening right now? What did he just say? And so that was that was a few years ago. But then I, I kicked back and started doing some research on there. I'm just going to mm-hmm. like, and then I learned about the Mandela effect of how it, how deep that actually goes. But it's really uh-huh. interesting of what it actually, you know, there's a movie out there. I haven't watched the movie yet without any of that kind of stuff, but just how deep that can actually run for people of believing what they hear. There was or, also the thing where people thought the Monopoly man had a monocle. He never had the monocle. You could go through a lot of different things when it comes down to boxes of Fruit Loops, you know, how how the box of Fruit Loops was. Curious, Curious George, does he have a tail or not? No. No, he doesn't. But the 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 fact is, they believe that he actually did have a because tail. because he's a monkey. Because he's a monkey, sure. Why would he not have a tail? Exactly. But in all of the books, he does not have a tail. So that you so can weird. you can go down a long hole with that here. So you know, we we Laura and I started talking about this topic purely because we recently we got a negative review. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, with those listeners on there, we don't get a lot of reviews. We haven't had a lot. But and and I'm not opposed to have a negative review. If you come at me and, tell, and give me a negative review about something I did or said, and it's honest and truthful and everything is right, I'm willing to apologize for whatever I did or said and change whatever I, I did to and learn from it. Mm-hmm. I think Laura and I, both from us, I think we've learned a lot about each other yeah. throughout this podcast and what we can do to better ourselves and the things that we're trying to accomplish in life. But this certain... this review was so much garbage that I have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And we're, and Laura, I'm going to go over it here very quickly here and I'm going to read it for you guys. So you have an understanding of what that is. So the title of it was episode 17 was hurtful. So episode 17 of the beast mode kids podcast. And I'm just trying to find it here. I had it written down, of course, but this is where like, we're going to do better dad. Yeah, do better. So episode 17, the, t- the the title of it was Depression and Stereotypes and Sexuality. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was the title of it. And we talked about a lot of different things here. But this review. Now here, I'm going to go back on this here. So it finishes off with God bless y'all, a listener. Okay. that's that's So I don't know where it is. But they forget that when you have an Apple you know, ID and you have your name in there, that still pops up, which the name on there is Crunchy Tuna. And first off, I'm going to say gross, because if you understand any of that, unless you are a tuna fisherman, that is a gross name. There's okay. a lot of innuendos in there that is not, 
is just not good in any way, shape, or form. But here it is. You said men are tougher, which is not true. Transgender women aren't men. Even if, even if transgender people get hormones and surgeries, they say they aren't the gender they choose. I don't feel it's your job to identify other people's genders. Additionally, why judge a traditionally black hairstyle? Are black people suspicious for being black? I will not give a one-star rating, but this episode spreads hurtful stigma against marginalized communities. I suggest you correct this mistake. Have a nice day. God bless you, a listener. So, um, first off, there are zero mistakes made in that podcast. Yeah. What you say about, like I said, men are tougher. You can go back. I listened to that podcast twice. Just to double check myself, uh-huh. I never said those words. I never said that men were tougher. I never said that women or that men were stronger. I never made that 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 comparison in any way, shape, or form. But what we did say in that episode was that in the sense of biology, how biology works, not identifying certain people whatsoever because you can be who you want to be. We're not saying you can't be that, but we are saying from biology a cisgender man and a cisgender woman, if they were both the strongest man, the strongest woman on the planet, the man would be stronger by biology because of how testosterone works and all of these different things. Right. And it's not like we're saying like women are going to be weaker than men because that's how woman works. No, we're not no, saying not that <laughs> because no. women can be stronger than man. I'm not saying that they can't, but from biology, if the strongest man, the strongest, strongest woman that were both cisgender got in a fight the man would win that's just how that works and even this is where that you can look back up there's major issues in like weightlifting competition powerlifting competitions where a transgender woman will compete in a woman's um section of that and they've set the, the transgender woman is setting records that a biologically born woman cannot hit because exactly. of biology Plain and simple. That was what the discussion of that episode was. So for you to, uh, Crunchy Tuna, for you to come after myself and Alora with this um, misconception of what you were actually listening to bothers me because you misquoted me and you're you're putting a back stigma on what we're trying to accomplish. And that is not the case in any way, shape or form. All in all, are men tougher than women? And I, I'm going to ask you to tell you this right now. No. You want to know why? I've worked in the fitness industry for over 10 years now. And when it comes down to tougher, and I think like mentally tougher, women, especially mothers who have gone through childbirth, are the toughest people I've ever met in my life. Men are sallies compared to these women. So no, women are definitely tougher than men. Now, again, biology-wise, men are stronger than women. And that's I know how biology that, that's biology. There are definitely some women that are stronger than I am, and I'm a strong dude. But that that's yeah. not a lot. But this is where there are there men that are stronger than me. A ton of them, 100. So all I'm saying is, Laura and I are here to learn. If I make a mistake, please let me know that I made a mistake. If Laura said something, that, let us know. We will fix that mistake. But don't yeah. come after me. Don't misquote me. Don't take something out of context. And if you do, contact. You can email us. I am more than willing to accept my mistake. I'm more than willing to apologize for something that I did or said that was not to par of, you know, just general culture and being the, uh, the, the person that I am and being the podcast that this is. Yeah. But make sure your facts are straight. 
before you come after me because I'm not afraid to call you out. And again, change your name in that Apple ID because that's gross. So I'm just go right into that. So, all right, Laura. So you know what's interesting? What's interesting, Dad? Is that today is all about learning. Oh, learning. We Yay. learned about the Mandela effect. We learned that if you're going to attack somebody, make sure you have your facts straight. But we're, now this is one of these things like you were telling me a story the other day mm-hmm. that you watched. It was it. You watched a documentary. You watched something we in school. We watched a video in social studies. We watched a video in social studies about the three different styles of learning, which is your visual, audio, and tactile. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I want you to do here, and I want you to very much, first off, just read the definition of each one. Okay, okay? so the definition of visual learning is where you need to see where you need to see the info in order to process it, as in you need to either see a picture or you need to see a diagram, something like that, which is easier so that you can take in that information. Sure. Audible learning is listening to the information being told from someone, so either listening to an audiobook or somebody just telling you something in class, like a lecture or something along those lines in order to process the information. Right on. And then tactile is where you need to do a physical activity that goes with that thing, like doing an experiment in science or... Um, you know, actually testing the thing instead of talking about the thing and doing math on it and all that stuff. My example is changing the brakes on a car. Exactly. You're going to learn better doing doing it hands-on. All right, exactly. perfect. So that, that, um, that video that you watched, what was that video trying to explain? So the video was trying to explain that the three, the three um, learning styles, there we go, that was the there word for it. Sure. That the three learning styles don't really apply. Now, there are definitely some scenarios where there are things that could be in either of those three categories, but then she was explaining in the video that in order to, like, if you were asked to study um, what three types of birds sound like and what the difference was, you would need to listen to it. You can't, like, you have to listen to it. You can't just look at pictures of the birds because that's not how that works. Or she was explaining how you would need to, um, if you wanted to learn, once again, maybe how a change breaks on a car, you would probably need to go do it and maybe have someone mentor you instead of just reading a book on it because that won't give you the same experience. That won't give you the same learning style. It's not going to help. Now, but what she was saying was that with the three learning styles, some people have one way that might be easier for them, but that does not make that the only way that they learn. That makes it so that that is their preferred learning style so that in some scenarios it would be easier for them to work with it. Sure. So So if you look at those three, which three do you feel like in what order? What do you want? Which one do you think is the most important one to you that or the best way that you learn from? Um, well, we were talking, we actually, what we did, okay. what we did. So in class, she said that we were required to take a test, which was to see which learning style you were. But then she showed us the video just, you know, after the test. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which yeah. was not required, but like the school district makes you take the test. Sure. So, you know, whatever. whatever. We don't get the choice on that. Mine were... First one was Audible, which I don't think these numbers are right. I'm not trying to make them go up to 100%, but this is, I'm pretty sure what I got or about. Okay. 
Audible was 45%, visual was 35%, and tactile was 25%. So mine are pretty even. Obviously, tactile is further away from audible, but, like, it's decently even. It's not too spread apart. Now, you could have gotten the same percentage for each of the things that was possible, or you could have gotten something, like, completely different. Like, one of the kids in my class got, like, 10% one of them... 5% another and then like 75% to one or something whatever I don't know exactly sure but you know like anything can happen in that scenario but you could have any three of those work in many different places like you're saying that how do I word this it's difficult to word this this is hard but if you were to be in a place where you could do any three of these it's that one is going to be preferred. It's not that you can't learn in the other ways. That's kind of what the video was explaining. I'm sure. Yeah, I get that. That that actually, you explained it better to me now than you did the other day. You, yeah, I thought that I'm going more in depth. I thought that you were you were referring to um, when we were talking the other day that neither of them ex- existed. Oh, I'm not saying that they don't exist because she just said it didn't exist that you were only one. Sure. I mean, I understand that. What she I, meant in that sense. But that's where, like, if we look at the love language the other day, it's not that you don't have that love language of all five of those, of which one is, you know, you're, you're the same all the way across. Yeah. There's just some that are more important to you than others. Like, for myself, if I look at those, tactile by far is number one. I'm a very much a hands-on person. It's a lot easier for me to have and see something in my hands to be able to learn all about those things. After that is is visual. I can learn a lot more from just visually looking at something or looking at boxes and all that kind of stuff. Think Legos. Like I can follow directions with Legos, all that kind of stuff. But if all of a sudden you put words into Legos and then explain to me like no pictures and only words, you know, that, that, Mm -hmm. uh, the audio where I had to listen to somebody talk about like, all right, now find this piece and put it in here. I'm going to, I'm going to blow my head off. Like that sounds (laughs) awful. Like, so that, that I don't learn well from the audio. See, but that's in the sense where I agree I agree because for me personally, it even sometimes just depends on what day it is. Like there are some days where I could read an entire page, which is rare, but I could read an entire page and fully understand what's going on. Or you could explain it to me and I would fully understand what's going on. Or you could be like, okay, do this, this, and this with whatever you're doing, like hands on. And it could be either one for me. But it really just depends on like, okay, what am I learning? Well, that's exactly what that is. So in my brain, I'm, I'm thinking about those things. What are you learning? That's good? And you have to choose from those three styles to do that. So if all of a sudden I said, okay, I'm going to teach you how to make a pizza. Which variation do you think is going to be? Tactile. Either? Right, exactly. Okay. So if I told you I was going to teach you the difference between a cardinal and a blue jay, which one do you think? Right, exactly. So this is where it's just kind of like, you know already, like, you know, which one is going to be better for you? Exactly. Again, you can learn. I remember watching The Big Bang Theory, and if you know Sheldon on there, he's definitely a reader and wants to learn. And he's more of a reader than doer. But he was just kind of like, well, I learned how to swim by reading. Like, I, that's pretty easy, right? It's like, eh, that's not how that works, really. You know, you got to go through the motions of all that kind of stuff. So you and you have those different styles purely to you really kind of choose which one is going to be best for you when it comes down to your learning style. The unfortunate thing, especially when it comes to school, is that there's sometimes you don't have a choice. 
Exactly. You know, that's where things get sticky. Like, and, and I know I didn't, I struggled in school. I was not the best student by any means. Um, and that was because a lot of the stuff was lecture. And so for me, I'm trying to listen and like take notes and stuff like that. And I took garbage notes. Like I really just didn't know how to study or learn and stuff like that. So I struggled. Through I don't a lot know of those how things. to take notes either. It's okay. <laughs> but this is where, you know, there's ways that to, to learn how to, to do all those things. But this is where, and I was telling you before, like baseball is really easy for me. Mm-hmm. It was hands on, but like, let's say, you know, I'm at bat and I look down at the third base coach and he's giving me signals and signs. Like I understand the hand movements that are going through there because we've talked about those things and we're actually, we've, we've, there, there is all three there. You have the, the visual of the hand movement from the hat to the ear to the nose to the belt, all that kind of stuff. You have the visual of that. You have the tactile of, of being able to be like hands-on. Like I've done the exact same thing before. And then you have, I guess there's really not much audio in there, is there? Yeah. But that's this, the audio more or less is the, the discussion of the learning. Like when I do these three movements, it means this. Yeah. And so I, again, I, I'm better off learning those things in that tactile vision. Like if I can practice doing those things, I used to practice in a mirror. Yeah. Like this is what I should be able to see my coach doing. If I know like this is a hit and run, this is a bunt, this is a take, all those other kind of things that go along with that. So this is where practicing those things on all things. And you're right. You can learn from all of them. Mm-hmm. And I have most certainly learned from all of them. You have learned from all of them yourself. Just like art, like, Hey, we're going to do some, we're going to work with clay today. It's like, but we're gonna just talk about it. Exactly. I hate when do. teachers do that. <laughs> we're just it's like, <laughs> hey, so today we're gonna actually learn about an experiment you're doing next week, except for you have to read like an in, in, like these two chapters in this book for it. It's like, just do the project and give me instructions. That it's already, not that hard. Already, that example you just gave me, my brain just hurts. Exactly, because teachers actually do that. I can't. No, no. I need that in front of me if I'm going to learn anything. Me reading through all that is not going to... It doesn't do me any good. It's like, so in the reading, you're learning about how this is going to go down and how it should look in the end. And then I say, okay, I'm already done with this. Just give me instructions while I'm doing it. So have you done (laughs) any dissecting yet? Uh, like, no, no. So no hands-on dissecting or any of that kind of stuff? But we have done, like, different experiments that are hands-on. Okay. I'm guessing you mean science. Sure. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where, like, I look at, like, a lamb. Like, I've dissected before a lamb's eye. You know, mm-hmm. looking at the eye and trying to go through there. And I understand that you have to be able to understand from a, a visual, like, a book's ways to kind of expand the eye so you know which section is what you're looking at when you finally open it up. But it's easier for me if I have my book next to me while I'm cutting exactly. that open. Exactly, instead of through. reading prior and then being like, but okay, I, what was this again? <laughs> true, but now it's memorization. Yeah. You're just memorizing one, two, three, four, five. Like how many layers are there? What are the names of the layers and what are the things you're trying to, what are the differences between each one and what are they do? Again, I, I couldn't tell you in the slightest. And unless you live in that world, you know, in that science world, um, you've, you've already forgotten all that stuff if you did that in high school. Because there's no reason for you to know that. That's just one of those things like, oh, that information is no use to me. I'm going to put that out of my brain. Unless if you work in the science field, obviously. Plain and simple. And and very that that. specific one. (laughs) That's exactly it. Oh, Laura, that is our day again. So many things. So many things. All right. Hey, 
everybody. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you do have anything that you guys want to tell us, if there's something that we've we've said to you that is actually true, that is that, that has bothered you, <laughs> or uh, anything that you want to tell us, like we are willing to learn. We want to learn. Though this is a lot of these things we're trying to share things, share information with you, and the more information you can share with us would be fantastic. So again, don't be afraid. Email us at beastmodekids201 at gmail.com. You know, leave us a rating, subscribe, download, all the good things. Don't stare at me in the eyeballs. I'll take you down again. All right, everybody. (laughs) See you later. Bye, guys.